Hello, this is the uh, first podcast. Don't really got a name for it yet. Uh, today's date is Wednesday, March 27th, 2019. Sitting right next to me is Moises Yanez. Hello. I'm Austin Dillon. And this is the thing we're doing right now. Yeah, this is the thing we decided to do. Uh, I personally have been wanting to do a podcast for the last two years. I think you've been talking about it on and off for the past two years. It's definitely something I wanted to do. Uh, I know Joe Rogan was a big inspiration to having a podcast. I really liked his basis of just having conversations with people. I feel like people don't talk much. Yeah, I really, I mean, it wasn't until just like, probably like two years ago that I really started listening to podcasts. Mostly because I started listening to that one, that Japanese one. Mm -hmm. And then I branched out and I listen to H3H, which I really like because I like their take on just taking like big celebrities and just having normal conversations with them really brings them down to earth and I appreciate that well that's definitely one thing I really do enjoy about podcasts is it's just, it's the audio it's the conversation I personally listen to the audio podcast, uh, I don't watch much video podcasts mm -hmm. they do have those online yeah. but I'm more about the audio yeah. you know, I can drive a car I listen to a lot of them at work, and it's just, it's more about the conversation. Yeah. I'm really into just people having conversations. Yeah, I think it's good. I think the idea of video podcasts is kind of a double negative. Because yeah. the reason you have a podcast is so you don't have to watch it. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like, I mean, it's cool if you want to go and see just like the behind the scenes stuff, but like I don't think you need to watch the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, it's cool like when they're talking about things or pulling stuff up, it's like, oh, that's what they're talking or, about. Yeah, or if you want to kind of see how they do their podcast, that's yeah. a cool way to see it. Or if you want to watch Elon Musk smoke a joint. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> that too. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. I don't know what time. What time is it now? It's nine thirty, and I've been dugging for work for a while, and you just got off work. Yeah, it's depressing. <laughs> uh, hey, bad though. I could be working overnights and yeah. being dead like Noah upstairs. Yeah. Oh, these. He, he, he was up at like three in the morning. So, just for future reference, there. Noah is Miranda's boyfriend. Yeah. In case we, I mean, I hope we know him in the future. I, I, I definitely. Yeah. Apparently he went to high school with us. Really? Yeah, he was uh, great underneath us. He was friends with Skylar and like Anthony Dana. I have no idea. Oh well. Yeah, he was the great underneath us. I'm like, oh, you always keep on saying he goes to school with us, but I, I never paid attention. I'm like, I don't remember him. That's you know, he was great underneath us. Yeah, I don't remember much from high school honestly. I just remember good things. It's been like what seven years? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, seven Damn. years since those flies. Like, I don't know about you, but recently, like, it'd just be random in the middle of the day. I'm like, not like a panic attack, but just a little bit like my heart will flutter. I'm like, oh, shit. It's been seven years, and I feel like high school was just like last year. I think the biggest thing that freaking freaks me out is some of my cousins that I remember being in diapers are almost going to graduate high school. Dude, my, I got three cousins, one's... Like a couple months older than me, so who gives a shit? Sorry, Sam. And then I have the other two, and one is just a freshman in college now, and the Jeez. other one's graduate. She just drove here for like the first time. I'm like, dear God, you guys were like six, like mm -hmm. last time I feel like I saw them, and now they're like adults doing adult things. I, well, I have a cousin, one specific cousin, 
They're, her name is Cassandra, mm-hmm. and I've known her since she was. I was at the hospital when she was born, mm-hmm. and I. They're probably like my closest family, and I always forget how old she is. She's gonna be seventeen this year, I think. Yeah. And it's just weird because I remember taking care of her when we were literally watching them change her diaper and everything, and just we've always been around her. Like, there's never been a part of my life when I didn't see her and just watching her grow up. And I always forget now when she comes over how old she is and stuff like that. It's freaking crazy. Like, she's driving, she has a boyfriend, and we talk about weird stuff. Like, we, I don't know, like just adult stuff sometimes. It's just weird and freaky. On the other hand of that, I totally get that because, like, my sister, Ashley, she's 13 now? Yeah. Dude, we're 10 years apart. Like, I was there when she was born, I changed her dirty diapers. Sorry, Ash, if you ever listen to this in the future. I mean, dude, like, I helped raise that little girl, and now me and her just would talk about things. She'll, like, you know, come to me about, like, boy or girl problems. I'm like, I was teaching you about music and awesome things and, like, superheroes and Dora the Explorer, and now it's like, I hate boys and girls are assholes, and, like, I have to give this like life advice already it's definitely weird it's definitely different because I you have a little sister yeah. I have a little brother and I'm not dealing with any of that stuff yeah. David's biggest problem was when I got him in trouble yesterday because he didn't make his bed and then let him play Fortnite yesterday or today it's good though kids need that like discipline Ashley just oh my god like she just trashed the house my dad you know we've had a rough childhood mm-hmm. she has too so I understand it, but like, kids need that, or they're not gonna be able to be good adults. Yeah. I had a rough childhood, and I had to like basically grow up real fast when I was young, mm-hmm. and I'm still a mess. No. But at least I've like, I know how to be an adult. I can cook my own meals. I can do chores. I can make my bed. Yeah. Like, there's just things you gotta do because they lead to being successful as an adult. And sometimes you just gotta do it. Like, you have no choice. I mean, when my when David was born, I was 12. My sister was 10, and we were left, while my parents were working, we were left in a house to take care of this little kid, mm-hmm. me and my sister being 10. Oh, I, I, I know exactly. And, like, is. what are you supposed to do when a little two-year-old comes up to you and tells you you're hungry? You can't keep feeding him Cheerios. you got to yeah. give him sustenance. I was 12, 13 years, I was 12, 14 years old cooking David meals. I was cooking him, it wasn't much, yeah. but it was what I could do to feed a child. I was cooking him eggs. I knew how to cook eggs. I cooked them hot dogs. I knew how to use a microwave. Sometimes I'd use the the oven and make some pizzas or some pizza rolls. I had to do what I can to feed a kid. Just think how easy that is for us. Even though, like, dude, we're like, we're like 12? Yeah. And just doing that. But, like, imagine, like, back in the day, like, maybe even before the 1800s, like, 500 AD or whatever. Yeah. Like, the parents, if the like, let's just say the mother died during childbirth, which was pretty common, and the father had to go out and hunt or do whatever he had to do, and like, it's just you, the oldest, have to take care of your siblings. What I want to know, and I just thought about this, is like us, as like when we were in like you know our primitive stages of still being wild, mm-hmm. how old were we before we were left on our own? You know what I mean? I think very young. It I had feel to like be very young. When you like read Romeo and Juliet, like you, they're like. 16, yeah. right? 
And like the parents would die off like in the thirties. So like the life expectancy, like like even our grandparents, like when they were sixteen, they were having kids get yeah. married. <laughs> we're twenty three and we're like, no. So like I feel like as time goes, we have it easier and we don't have to worry about that stuff. Yeah. We can make those choices. But back then I feel like we were forced by to. being like twelve or even probably being six, you had to like you know, you had to like step you had up to your have game. your shit together basically or with my You're gonna get killed by like a tiger. <laughs> yeah. You need to learn how to climb real fast or else you're gonna die. But it's like that primordial instinct inside us. Exactly. Like, we just don't have that, but that's I mean, it's gotta be young. It's gotta be like at least six or seven that are you like you start to like learn how to function and walk. Yeah. But like you ain't taking care of yourself until you're like twelve, thirteen. Yeah. And by that point I feel like well, those are like what's That's like the Ken Sierra? I can't see that thing. Um, what do the Jewish people do? Uh, bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah is like that. Sixteen is like the age where you're an adult now. Mm-hmm. We don't think of adults until you're like you're 21. You can drink this amazing brew. Yeah, but it's a weird concept of when people are and people are supposed to be like ready because I don't think you're ever ready now. Now with so much shit, before you didn't have to deal with so much too though, just to be able to cope with the amount of things society wants to throw at you, you have to be a real big age, and even then you probably won't be prepared either. Well, it's like uh, when you're 18 in high school, like, oh, no one's going to help you anymore, you have to be an adult, but you're not. Yeah, exactly. Your brain's not fully developed until you're 25 years old. We're still technically not even mentally adults because we're not 25 yet. Yeah. And it's like, we expect you to pay taxes, yeah, get, get a job, into the world. society, but they don't teach you that shit. No. No one teaches you how to do taxes. What's the square root of pi? I don't know. This will never affect my life unless I want to be a rocket scientist, probably. Which but I, how about you show me how to do taxes? No, that's not the point. Yeah. Like, it's just freaking nuts, man. Like, the reason why I didn't go, like, one of the biggest reasons why I didn't go to college shit, is I was just... Phone on. <laughs> my apologies. But the biggest reason why I didn't want to go to college in the first place is because, not because, you know, I didn't have an interest in anything. I had a lot of interest. I was just scared about the money aspect. And they scare you shitless oh, about yeah, the money. Man. I was just talking to Miranda upstairs before you stopped by. She's like, oh, you know, I'm going to, I just, she just graduated college from Columbia. Yeah. So that's hey, really expensive. And she's like, yeah, I'm having troubles finding a job. And I'm like, Bailey's about to graduate too. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, here I am. Hey, I couldn't financially go to college. I mean, I went for a semester but see, out of my pocket. At least you're not worrying about crippling college debt, though. Yeah, that's right. But the thing about college that I've really learned about, and you know, people can say, oh, no, you're full of shit. But what college really is, and I feel like me and you already got this for life because we helped raise our siblings at a young age. It's about how to become well-organized, yeah. mm-hmm. well-rounded as a person, yeah. and it's most about making connections with people yeah. and networking. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but it's true. It's not about your degree. I mean, yeah, in some jobs it will. Like, if you want to be a doctor, you should probably definitely know how to be Yeah, a you should definitely but get that degree. <laughs> it's about networking and knowing people. Yeah, and that is very true. It's about who you know and what positions you can get. Getting to know people that are going to be in this trade so later on you can make those connections. Exactly. And it's just the, the other thing about college is just being a social person, learning how to be an adult, getting your stuff on time, mm-hmm. and functioning as a normal person in society. Yeah, Which I feel like raising a child or helping is a big part of being an adult. And you kind of already get that real world 
experience. I feel like a lot of kids that are like, what, uh, 17, 18 is about the time you go to college freshman year. And the reason you see a lot of these kids freaking out and making suicide jokes, like, oh, uh, finals are coming, I should just kill myself, it'd be easier. It's because this whole generation we have, of kids, they just have it easy. They don't have to do all that hard stuff like our parents did. Like, life was is a little easier for yeah. us. So when it comes to facing real world problems, and especially with the older generation, if mommy and daddy taking care of us every single time is a problem, we don't have to face real adversity. So these kids go into school and have to be faced with the real world. They're not prepared. So they're freaking out, having mental breakdowns because school's too hard. Yeah. On top of the crippling debt. Exactly. And that's like the biggest reason why I didn't go. It's just, like I was 18, I didn't know how to do anything. And then they wanted me to sign a paper that would basically put me in a lot of debt. Yeah, they, and then it, that was just for one semester. Yeah, one semester alone is like three thousand dollars. Yeah, I know. Um, let's just say I gotta say how, but let's just say I came to some money, and it was like five grand, and <laughs> I uh, I just spent it all in college. That was just for like one semester in textbooks and everything. And of course, I bought like a TV. But that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's just a, just a further your education, and you think they just like yeah, go to college. It's free because you want to build a country and a nation to be the best. You want to be like everyone wants to be the best nation, and you just you're gonna have a whole bunch of idiots. You're not gonna have people educated to be the best. Like it's the problem is everything's for money. It's we're just a greedy country, mm-hmm. and it's all about money. It's like send people to school. Let them learn. This yeah. is how we get more people, more jobs. This is how you further economy. society. Exactly. <laughs> and it's freaking, it's just ridiculous. And I really don't like, I mean, I think college is a good idea if you know exactly what you're gonna go, gonna do and exactly what you wanna do with your life. Most people don't know. <laughs> no, and I, and I do, my dad's 52. And I'll just have days where like, I'll come home from work, like you did the same job as me. And you just, you're like, man, I'm like this age, I'm doing this, how much longer am I still gonna do this? And you beat yourself up, like, man, I just want, I wish I could just go to school. And I'd be jealous, I'm like, why can't I just know what I wanna do? Like, there's kids who wanna be doctors or scientists, like, why can't I just know what my thing is? Instead, I'm just always like, well, I was the kid who's really good at music, but you know, being a musician nowadays is like pretty much near impossible. The industry's dead. Anyone can get an iPad, GarageBand, become a mumble rapper. But my dad's like, dude, I'm 50, 52, and he's like, I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. It's nice reinsurance, but it's like, yeah. he's like, and he just now got the job. He was qualified after like 30 years. Yeah, that's freaking ridiculous. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I just don't know. And I'd like to still go to college. I kind of... There, there we go. We got cut off for a second there. Okay. I forgot what it was. Um, uh, we were talking about college. Shit. Something about your dad, right? Yeah, he finally just got his job that he was more than qualified for after like 30 years of trying. Yeah, it's, that's sad. It really is. And like, oh yeah, now I remember what I was talking about. What I wanted to do with my life. I don't, like, I have a kind of a con- a little bit of an idea. I'm not going to say concrete, because it's definitely not concrete. <laughs> like, I know I'm interested in languages somehow, but I don't know if I want to make a career out of that. Just because I have an interest in something doesn't mean I want to do it f- 
every day for the rest of my life and it be the way I make my money. I, I get it, man. Like, I don't, I don't think I have an addictive personality, but I do get super addicted to things when it comes to, like things I'm really interested. In. Yeah, definitely. Like skateboarding when I was younger, I was like, I'm going to be a professional skateboarder, and then I like, oh, I'm going to look guitar, I'm going to be a rock star. And then, like, bow hunting. Like, oh, I'm going to be the best bow hunter and archer there ever was. And, like, I'll hop in these things and I'll grasp on them and they'll be, like, the greatest thing. And then they fall away. The only thing that's actually stuck with me is, like, playing instruments. But I'm like, there's... I I don't know what to do with it. Like, there ain't much to do with being a musician. And if so, it's so fucking hard to get anywhere with it. Like, I'll jump into things all the time. It's like, man, if I had the resources, I could do it. Like, I'd love to race my motorcycle. It's money for that. Exactly. Everything's money. That's what freaking sucks. What I hate about myself the most is I feel like I have this this drive. Mm -hmm. And I could do anything I put my mind to. There's a lot of things I do want to do. But a lot of it's like you don't got the money for it. A lot of things come up because of money. And that's what Mm -hmm. sucks. The resources to do the things you want to do is just kind of hard to find a lot of, like most of the time. And you know what? Maybe it is just pure laziness. Maybe I'm not trying hard enough, so I don't deserve it. But a lot of it, like, you can only do the best you can. Yeah. And there's really only so much you could do and then still make sure you're all right for, you know, just living a normal life. You know what I mean? Because, like, you want to go out and do these things, but you also don't want to... You got limitations. Risk. Yeah, you have limitations. Like, like that's my thing. Like this job's okay; it pays well. But I'm always behind because I got a car payment I can't pay mm-hmm. off because the interest is so high. I was stupid and bought a motorcycle, but you know that's not hurting me too bad. And you know, just bills. You know, and like if I didn't have bills, I'd just quit my job and do whatever I fucking want. Yeah. But you need money to go do things. Yeah, exactly. Like I can go. Like I would love to just quit and just do what I wanted to do, but. I have a child. I have to make sure he's able to live. I can't stop working because I need to make sure he's alright. And that's what sucks. I always have this... I mean, I'm not going to complain about Ian because... I'm sorry, Ian. I'm not not complaining about you if you hear this later on. But it's just hard to take that... any leaps because you always have responsibilities. responsibilities. And it sucks a lot of times because you you can't do all the things you want to do. And it's just being an adult, I mean, I guess it's just being an adult, just taking responsibility, because, you know, Ian is my responsibility. I had this child, and now I have to make sure he's alright. That's a thing that I think about a lot, because I'd love to have a kid. But the reality kicks in, and I, I, I've, I've changed a lot in the last couple of years, and I realize I've been a little more selfish, because I'd always just jump out of my way for everyone, and it hurt me a lot. But... I can't stop my life right now for a kid. Like, some people have, it's hard. and other do, but like, I, I'm finally becoming who I've been wanting to be my whole life, and I'm just at the beginning. And yes, as much as I want to be able to raise another kid, well, to raise a kid, I don't yeah, have Your one. own kid? But yeah, to raise a kid, raise a child to be just what I would look at as perfection, just to hope that one day my son, or even a daughter, would be a kind, nice person like I am, and it'd be great, but there's so much shit I want to do that I, I just, I can't, I can't I'll do s- it. I'll tell you one thing, it is a different adventure having a kid. Oh, I'll okay. say that. I would not regret any moment of it. 
at all. It's such a joy to watch them grow up. It really is. Like when people try explaining it and you say, oh no, they're just like, no, it really is a joy. And I hope everyone else feels, I, I really, really hope everyone feels, and I know there's bad people that don't feel the same way, but I really enjoy watching him grow up. Like every time I see him, he's always growing more. And it's freaking nuts. He's growing into a person and I'm watching it before my eyes. Like he's getting such a weird, quirky personality. It's so freaking funny. He's such a funny, cute, good kid. And I'm really glad I had him. And he's such a funny kid. And I really hope he grows up to be an awesome guy. I just can't even believe that there are people out there that can like, have a child. Like that's part of you. And like not care about yeah, that kid. Yeah, it's freaking crazy. Like, like you were able to make something so fantastic and you don't even realize it. Like it's a once in a lifetime thing. You only get one life and you created another life. Like you have no idea. Like that life's going to do something. It might be bad but I don't want to think about that but it could be good I really hope all the experiences I have my son experiences like you can like how you and me are talking right now sitting down that can be my son doing the same thing I hope so in 24 when he's 24 or maybe earlier who knows when he's gonna do it but as long as he's having a good time and as long as he finds good people in his life that's all I really want for him and I hope he has the same experiences and enjoys life as much as I do because I think that's something I've changed a lot about and I figured about about myself recently is that I really just enjoy life and I really just want to enjoy life every aspect of it I just want to find joy in it I've been thinking a lot about this and like the meaning of life like everyone that's like the age-old question what is the meaning of life and I've been thinking and it's it's about the experiences is what it is you're a human being you get to live this life once and the thing is that in the whole entire like timeline of humanity, from like the Big Bang to the second right now, we're living in a small, small time of existence in all of history that will never get to be replayed again. It's just a random moment of time. And you'll never get to relive it. So every single decision you make it every experience is what the meaning of life is like experience things like that is what it means to be human is our consciousness was put in a thing that we were able to experience things and I feel like that's what it is being human is just to experience things I feel like that's and in another way like I totally agree with experiencing things like that's part of the thing that I live by every day and that's why I try to do I don't know, I really like not liking things, or at least not trying something, you know what I mean? Like even if something ba is bad, at least you have the experience knowing that it was bad. I can back that completely. I used to hate ketchup, I'm okay with it now. Yeah. Like mustard, for the last five years I've tried mustard, like I'm gonna like it one day. And I, it's just the worst thing in the world. Now, randomly, I got a sandwich from Jewel, I like, I'll try mustard one last time. I like it now, yeah. I'm fine with it, it's like... like if you have something, if you watch a movie, if you watch a show, if you go to a place that's bad, and that's why I kind of don't like people that say, oh, I hate it. I don't agree with ever <laughs> I was anything. the guy who hated a lot of things, and I was blind. Yeah, I was like... so blind. Like, I will say it's not my thing, but at least I know from listening to it that it's not my thing, or watching it, 
I won't tell you that it's bad because people just have different opinions. And now I have my opinion about it. And even in that moment of time, you may not like something. Dude, who knows? Come down the road, yeah. you might go back to like it. There's oh, yeah. new songs. I'm like, oh, this song's stupid. Mm. Yeah. And then like, I like a week later, a year later, five years down the road, wow, you know, I like that song. It's mm-hmm. just, I feel like we're on these weird paths and there's a whole bunch of branches. And eventually, like, there are some things where you, regardless... They're gonna happen again, and you'll like them. Oh yeah, definitely. You definitely change your taste. The more you're definitely my at least my taste t- changes a lot. I've noticed, like in just every and just in things generally, like definitely my taste of music has definitely changed a lot. And just I think just in everything, my daily life is just if I would tell my past self to listen to a, my favorite song right now, I probably would not like it. If I told like my twelve-year-old self, "Hey, this is my favorite song when I'm 24," he'd probably say, "Like, no, you're stupid. That's a horrible song. What's wrong with you?" Because my taste would just be that different from when I was little. I still would probably like the things. Like, if you ask me right now, if I still like the song when I was 12, probably it won't be my favorite, but I'll still appreciate it. Now, do you think just the experiences we have in life is the reason we do or do not like something? Like, you think, like, it all adds up? I think so. Like, just, let's just say, like, you know, you didn't take the option to go to that one concert with a friend, so you never found out that you'd like that band at that time, but maybe, let's say, ten years later, uh, down the road, you just drive in your car, like, eh, oh, this band, uh, uh, I'll give them a chance. And then you're like, wow, I could have liked this band so much mm-hmm. just ten years ago, but Definitely. I didn't, I was like, eh, I don't feel like going to that show. Definitely. There's a lot of times I'll go to a concert not even knowing the band. Oh, yeah. And this is my favorite thing, is I'll go to a concert and I'm like, I went to see Rod Zombie. I'm like, yeah, I know Rod Zombie. They're overweight rated, you know? And everyone, like, oh, yeah, Rod Zombie. Went to Rod Zombie because I got a free ticket. Holy shit. I love Rod Zombie. Like, it just took me seeing them live to realize, like, holy shit. I think definitely seeing I That's my favorite thing. I don't know if... And I bet this is with a lot of more people, that when I go to a concert and then... I feel like I like the band a lot more when I see them live. Because, I don't know, you feel... There's an atmosphere to it. There's definitely an atmosphere, and I don't know, I feel, always feel like a an, a connection to them. Because yes. knowing you were so you were so close to them, and they gave you this experience here. Mm-hmm. And you were so close to them. They gave you this personal experience here. Not personal, because there's obviously hundreds of people everywhere. But it's a connection. Yeah, like, exactly. You're going there for them, and they're giving you a show you a show they're it's, it's, a it's show. intimate exactly they're giving you a show for being a fan you paid this money and now they're giving you a show because they realize like they'd be nothing without their fans exactly it's a give and take they give you something that expresses your feeling exactly and makes you happy and, and, and in return they get to live their life and do what their dreams and what they want to do exactly and that's why i feel like and that's why i love concerts i'm like just recently, when I went to go to St. Louis to go see Pixies and Weezer, I was never really that big a fan of Weezer. They put on a fucking awesome show. They really did. Like, I was super surprised on how good a show they freaking put. Well, that was a good-ass freaking show. And I really enjoyed them. And now I'm a bigger Weezer fan because of it. Dude, because, you know seriously. what? I really enjoyed their freaking concert performance because of how much thought and effort they put into the performance. They did a lot in that performance. They're great, like, that's the thing, like, so either you, I feel like you love Weezer or you hate Weezer. Mm-hmm. I don't see people in the middle, but like, I feel like those Weezer haters, they just don't get it, like, 
Yeah, they're weird. They are weird. Yeah. But like that's like what makes them that. I feel like musicians are weird, but that just comes to the trade. You, you know got what I mean? to. You gotta be weird. Exactly. If you were like a normal Joe, what makes you different from everyone else? Why would what makes you different? Where someone's like, oh, I like that, or I want to go see them. Yeah, definitely. If you're in the music position, you're profession. You're definitely kind of weird because that's what you need to have to freaking survive in the freaking music is to be different you have to be freaking different and weird in the music music industry too and what's wrong with being weird you know exactly and but and yeah that's my i don't know i just really enjoy concerts i really do i really try i'm especially this year i'm trying to go to more concerts than ever i think i got five concerts already this year damn which st louis was the first one which I went to go see Pixies. Next month we got Foles. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's in my calendar. Uh, what did I put over here? Like, don't plan anything, Moises. Yeah, there you go. That's perfect. Like so, April twenty seventh, right? Yeah, April twenty yeah. seventh. So that one's next month. But I'm also ta- trying to see if I can go to a, also a different concert next month, which is Alasana. I think after that I'm gonna go see System, which oh, wow. they're one. Of, I am so excited to see them because. They're definitely one of my, they're probably your, one of your yeah. favorite bands, too. And a lot of people's favorite Dude, that was like the soundtrack to high school. Exactly. That's why I'm freaking out, because I'm going to be so close to all of them, and it's freaking going to be insane. Now, to put a little pin note here, and we'll come back to this, but I was still totally thinking, we need to do another one of these podcasts, and I want to have Brandon on. That'd be pretty I feel like it, I think Brandon would enjoy it a lot I think he'd appreciate it And it'd get out of hand I think it'd be a great Fucking podcast And when Nick comes back I want to have The whole Thursday group Oh jeez Doing a podcast I'm gonna cry <laughs> I, I might cry too It's gonna be Fucking hilarious <laughs> Damn That's another thing I think I've Tried to connect more Is to like Just my Just to be open About things Mm-hmm. Like I think I like to th- keep things bottled up, and I'm trying not to do that a lot more. And I think I just need to say how I'm feeling, and just be more in tune with my emotions. I guess Definitely. I should say, because I feel like I'm I wasn't in tune a lot with my emotions. It's just how I was feeling and good at expressing them. And I feel like I hope I've gotten better at it. I hope I've gotten more open with my opinions and stuff like that because I yeah, want to be pretty close about Definitely have. Them. Yeah, and I feel like people like me or they don't like me and I don't freaking give a shit because I don't dislike anybody I would like not to dislike anybody I really do there's only probably just Lisa uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what as much as she annoys the shit at me I just she's just oh such an annoying person it's not like I actually hate her. Oh, I hate she her. Has, I feel like she is a good person. She's a good person, but work-wise, she's a fucking bitch. Yeah. I fucking hate the cunt when she's at work. <laughs> Damn. I really do. I fucking can't stand her. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're not talking about work. This is podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, man, like you're saying, get get the feelings off you off your sleeve. No, I don't want to get in trouble when someone listens to this. <laughs> Uh, this podcast ain't gonna go that far But yeah I don't know I just feel like I've gotten more in tune with my emotions And just more Open about my opinions About not wanting I don't know I like having opinions But I also don't like it when people get butthurt About my opinions Because yeah, Suck it up buttercup Like exactly. it's your opinion like, like That's what opinions are You have them I have them Like assholes Everyone has one 
But not everyone should uh, voice their opinion. Exactly. That's exactly it. I was just explaining this to um to my sister. I was like, because me and my sister, we weren't always so close. And it wasn't until like a couple years ago that we actually started getting really close. And I were really, really close, actually, me and my sister. And I was telling her, I don't know, like the reason that I think we are so close now is because we figured out that we're really different. And that's what I really appreciate. Because she always, she always questions my thought process and I always have to overthink my process after that you know she keeps me thinking yeah. that she thinks differently than me and that's what I like and that's why I always like talk to her about things because no matter what my opinion is gonna be I need someone else's perspective that's totally different to tell me to put my mind straight really yeah to set me straight and that's what I really appreciate about her I get it man uh, me and my brothers like me and Bailey were really close and then Carter came along, and then them, you know, being the younger ones, you know, they grouped together. They were into sports. I really wasn't a sports kid. I, I didn't like it. I wasn't a big fan of sports. And growing up, there's a lot of them ganging up on me, and like, oh, Austin can't do sports, and he's the weird one. And like, honestly, I just hated my brothers. But now, as we're older, and like, we realize we are different people. And it's it's crazy from like me and Carter just we'll hang out and just talk shit but we know we love each other. Yeah, you guys love each me other. Me and Bailey that's just well, he uh, he has changed as a person. I'm so proud of him. Mm-hmm. Mr. I will never drink a drop of alcohol ever. <laughs> and then calls me up like, Hey bro, so I understand what I drink after his like last semester of college. He's like, I understand now. Uh, did I tell you he and me almost uh, finished a whole bottle together? Last really? Week? Yeah. A bottle of what? Of uh, cherry McGilligunnies. Oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> this kid oh, like geez. never drank, and he'd drink one or two drinks or a couple shots, and then he's like, "We're gonna kill this bottle." Oh fuck! We were about this close. We didn't do it. But That's pretty impressive, still though. Yeah, he's like, was like, you know, jeez. yeah. I, I can outdrink everyone. I'm like, yeah, I used to be like that too. And then, like, I hit 21. So just hurry up. Yeah. It's going to kick your ass. Yeah. But, like, it scares me because he's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not even drunk, bro. I'm like, you are? You're just you not used to it because you don't drink that often. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Whew. I can't wait till freaking. Excuse me. <laughs> I can't wait till freaking David. David's such a funny man. Oh, I really appreciate David. I appreciate all my siblings. A lot more now, I feel like. David is one of them that I appreciate. Because he's such a funny kid. He really is. I always forget. I don't know if I was... Like, I really hope I was like him. But I don't think I was this weird. David <laughs> is weird, but he's really witty. Like, he's quick really, on his feet. Yeah. Like, like he really is. If he loves he plays it safe and doesn't mess with the wrong people in high school, he's going to be a really popular kid. Yeah, like, he's so funny. And just, like, his thought process about things is just so funny. And I don't know how... I have to, like, write down the next conversation. That Maybe he'll be a comedian. Because sometimes he'll tell me something, like, his thought process... And how he thinks about it, and sometimes I forget that David, because sometimes I'll have a serious conversation with David about things. Like he'll ask me a serious question about something. I forgot what it was. I think I was ta- I was trying to explain to him like sexuality of people, like you know, between gays, straights, yeah, and yeah, that's that conversation too. And like you know, what? I'll be like, man, David grew up. He's a grown up person. I'm talking. I'm having conversation like this with my older brother. This is cool. 
And then the next second he'll do something so stupid and funny. I'll be like, oh wait, yeah, he's only ten years old. Never mind. <laughs> he's just a stupid ten year old. But yeah, I don't know. He's a weird kid, but I love him. He's so funny. I definitely have to write down some. We shouldn't have like just a podcast where I read a bunch of David's quotes. Oh, I'm, that'd be hilarious. Because he has Austin, you're fat. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, um, no, dude, it's it's weird. Like I was thinking. Man, I think a lot of work. Like, all my best... I wish I just write it down all the time, but I'm just too busy pulling orders. Like, to think about, like, children. Like, adults are just children that grew up. Like, yeah, we all we're all just children. children. Like, our parents are just children that grew up. Like, I know that just sounds like, yeah, yeah, idiot. That's what happens. Children grew up. Like, no, they're still the same. Like, I feel like mentally... And how you view yourself, like, yeah, you're just still a child, but your body is just changed, and you're like, oh my god, how am I supposed to, like, deal with this? And you have to, like, the thing that I always forget about is that you read, you know, you go through history books, and you read history books about things that happened, you read about things that happened. It wasn't really that long ago, and you could probably find people that lived through those events. Yeah. Like, you're still, I mean, there's a lot of them are dying off, but still, there's still people, very old people, that lived through World War Two. Yeah. Why don't you go a freaking people left. Like, and I don't know if you had this at the school, uh, we got the chance to have a Holocaust survivor come to our school. We didn't, we ended up watching, a, like, a video that was recorded of a, um, a lady who was in the Holocaust. Dude, we had, at my middle, when I was in junior high, we had a Holocaust survivor come to our to our school and that was probably the craziest freaking speech I've ever heard the craziest freaking stories I ever heard that still sticks to me so hard hearing those stories that that man said and he's probably not alive anymore sad to say I don't know I can't yeah, remember his like name in their 80s during that time I can't remember his name I wish I did but I hope he's alive he probably isn't I hope he is but that was pro that really stuck with me and I'm really glad my school got that to happen. Because and I hope everyone else that went to the probably Miranda Miranda went to my school, she probably remembers it too. Um Yeah, that was surreal. That man that man lived through all of that and that's freaking crazy. And there's hopefully still people that are alive that went through that. And that's crazy that you read these textbooks and these people live through it. You can find people that live through it. To think that one man had the influence and the power to basically just make the decision of these people aren't worthy enough and we should exterminate them off the face of the earth. Like, and it happened. And it happened. Six million Jews, not alone. The people with special needs and the African-Americans and the gypsies and it wasn't the just the Jews, it was a lot of people. It was a lot of people. He killed a lot of people. I mean, yeah. he didn't kill them, him, but he he persuaded a lot of people to do it. And they they were on his side. Like, yeah, you know, this is a this is the scary thing about politics. Is all it takes is one idea. And you know what? It's not the people that are powerful. Hitler was nothing. He yeah. was another but it's the, the ideas people. that a person can make that can influence other people. I'm pretty sure Hitler didn't kill anyone probably. I mean, well, besides himself and his I mean, dog. he was in the war. He was in World War One, so he probably yeah. killed a couple people. But still, like, compared to how many people ended up dying because of him, it's freaking insane. And it's not just 
the six, six million Jews and all the other people, the allies fighting him, the Russians, the British, the Canadians, everyone that was trying to stop the Third Reich. So many lives lost for what? An idea. Like, that's freaking insane. That's so insane. And I just can't believe that that happened. And it's horrible. It really is. But, like, you gotta admit, though, he is a freaking genius for doing that, for convincing all those people to do that. Oh, dude, yeah, the man definitely was a genius. And I know people are like, oh my god, you must be Nazis. You're thinking Hitler's a genius. Hold on a fucking second and really, really think about it. Just turn off the filter that whatever you fucking believe and actually think about it using your fucking mind. One person was able to convince other people. Not just other people, a whole, a whole bunch, bunch a whole of country, people. a whole country, a whole nation of people. That one race, a bunch of races, were bad, and we should exterminate exactly. them. Exactly. That's like I can't even explain it. It's they have the nuts. influence, the power, the just the words to be like just words. That's not all. Just words. words. Like we are creatures that make no sense, man. Like we're just these little ape things that evolved, and one one master says, "Hey, we should do this." And like, yeah. Yeah, I like his idea. I found... I forgot where I read this from. Or it was probably in a documentary, or I read it. First one down. About... <laughs> about... Hitler. About, like, how he came to power. And... Like, yeah, he had, like, a good speaking voice, but do you know why he had, like, good speeches? Is because he told speeches about what the people wanted to hear. So and was that's it... that's what Donald Trump so fucking won. Yeah. So you say things that people are too scared to say, but they believe. But they believe. That's why so many people are drawn. I mean, I'm not saying to Hill, that Donald Trump is Hitler, but that's why a lot of people are drawn to these kind of people because they say the things that people think but don't want to say, and that's what Hitler did. So was Hitler himself the person that did it, or was it the people that forced Hitler to come into power because he needed a symbol, and did Hitler happen to just be a symbol and just voice what the people were thinking? You're right. Are we going to put all the blame on Adolf Hitler, who was just one man? Or are we going to put a blame on a whole nation But it's so knew easy. what they were doing? It's so much more simpler to blame one man than an entire nation. I mean, you blame a man for an idea, but in the end of the day, they followed on those actions exactly. as a nation. So who was at fault? I'm not saying that Germans are bad. No. They, they've recognized what happened. And they recognize what happened. Never let it happen. But... I mean, who's but to it's say not just that Hitler, man. It happens in Africa. Yeah. It's just... It's nuts. And just this, the, the human psychology is just freaking so freaking strange. It really is, man. Like, because after that, I don't know if you ever saw those tests, testing, like, the... Because a lot of people after, you know, obviously after World War II ended, they were hunting all the Nazis there and everything, and they were all going to hiding, and every time they'd find them and question them, They'd always say like, "Oh, they'd always question them." It was like, "Oh, why would you, why would you take orders like these?" And it's why like, I just had to do what I had to and do. And they were, all of them said, "I just did what I was told." And then after that, they were a bunch of psychologists were doing tests on people to see how far a person would go on orders. So what they did was they set people in a room with a dial that set went that one through nine, and then ten was a skull and bones, and all they were told to do was turn the dial one notch. So that's what the people did. They sat down, they turned the dial to one, and then they heard a guy 
that sounded it wasn't a natural guy but they recorded the screams of a guy to make it sound like he was getting electrocuted mm -hmm. so every time they turned on the dial they played this track of a guy getting electrocuted they had no idea if it was actually happening or not but in their minds they're hearing this guy scream and have to connect the dots and be like oh every time I turn the dial yeah, I must be shocking a person yeah. in the other room and then I was, and then after that the person would be like alright turn the dial to two turn the dial to three and every time the person would keep on doing it because he was told to do it he was told to do it until finally they were at nine and then the next one after that was going to be the skull and bones and they were finally were told turn the dial one more time and a lot of people didn't like at first people didn't want to do it they were like no i can't do it that's gonna kill him that's gonna that's gonna kill him and the guys be like no just do it just do it most of the time I'm not sure how many people out of all the people they tested they did it, but I think a lot of people turned the dial. Oh, definitely. You will do what you're told. I mean, like, how do you think we have soldiers? When an authority tells you to do something, people are bound to do it. And it's freaking scary that that happens. Like, what if a police person came up to the door and told you, hey, we need you to do, I don't know, some crazy task? Are you going to say no? Or are you going to listen to them? You're probably going to listen to them. You're probably going to listen to them. I feel like maybe as a culture, like, or society, we were like, you know, when someone in power tells you to do something, you do we it. We want to be directed. That's just the, the... We're we're not. I mean, as much as we want to say we have free will... We want to be directed. Do we have free will? We have... I think we want free will, but we have a nature... We want... We have the nature to want to be directed. Mm -hmm. Because most of us were directed. There's very few of us still that are not directed. You know what I mean? There's very few leaders in the world, and there's a lot of followers. And that's what I think is a really, really big problem, is that a lot of us are followers, and we need to be able to need a lot more leaders. Yeah, those are some powerful words. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, jeez. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to go this far. Yeah, man. <laughs> Some powerful fucking words right there. I'm pretty impressed with myself. I don't say yeah, this on myself. Cheers, bro. <laughs> this soul stuff is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's, I it's just good. had. I was just drawn to it. I had to go find it. Like ever since we had it that one night, I'm like, dude, this is a good light beer. Like, Corona ain't shit. Mm -hmm. This is a good beer I want to drink on a hot summer's day. Definitely. Ooh, I can only imagine we'll online. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, Nazis and all that, and Brazil, dude. You ever watch the Hunting Hitler? I have not gotten to watch Dude, watch it is insane. Those motherfuckers made it down to fucking Brazil. That's freaking nuts. They had a whole community of white people in fucking Brazil. I definitely believe it, though. I definitely believe it. There's no way... There's no way that these guys, being so smart as they are, that they did not have a black plan. Dude, I know this is going to be all conspiracy theory shit, but, like, you're going to need that for this. If I, if, I was, if I was that high in power doing some shady shit, I would definitely think of you a black plan. plan. You need an escape plan if you're doing some crazy-ass shit. So, I've been, uh... So, disclosure and aliens and stuff, it's, there's only a matter of time Austin talks about aliens. So here we go, bro. If you guys don't like conspiracy theories, just turn it off now. 
So I've always been into aliens and all the conspiracy stuff, yeah. and some of it is going to be true. Uh, 99% of it's probably bullshit. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've been doing a lot of research since I was like 8 years old. Yeah. And it got scared. I'm like, fuck this, I ain't going to mess with it. But then it came back to me finally, and it's out there. People know, we know. It's so plain out there, man, that you just got to look for the right things. And I've finally been able to like, piece some things together. And luckily, like, Tom DeLong was coming out like, oh, yeah, we're going to finally do some of this stuff. And like, oh, the guy from Blink-182, he's crazy. No, man, it's out there. And a lot of people think that the government has all the information. They hide it from us. They don't. They get their same information the way we get information. So we, we just got to be the first people to find them. It's, it's out there. Like, they don't have all this information. They get the same information we do. It's just they have more people and more ways of getting it. It's out there, man. And I was reading that first book right there, Secret Machines. Mm -hmm. I was doing my research. I read the second one, and I'm on the third book, and it's all about, like, religions and aliens, how it all comes that together. That kind of crazy, though. And it, it's, it's, it is crazy, man. Because like, if you were to take all religion and replace them with aliens, it starts to make some more sense. Yeah. The, Rome, the Greek gods, bro, Aliens. They think about replacing them as aliens. They're Apollo, right? The god of the sun. He'd ride his chariot yeah. across. That chariot was a fucking UFO. Mm -hmm. And like Atlantis, right? Let's just say aliens came down. Atlantis. They were an advanced group of people, maybe human-like. That catastrophe went. They left. But, like pyramids, dude. Like all that stuff. It's been in the writings of human civilization since the beginning that we've had contact with aliens. There's been some crazy. I and the Nazis had like they knew some shit too. I definitely think there's. I definitely feel. Because I've always felt, like if there's not a god out there. There's definitely someone out there pulling the strings. Maybe there is a god. Always, there's always that always that idea terrifies me. That's kind of like the that reason God made like. Aliens too. Yeah, like it's freaking like not aliens, not aliens specifically, but like I always feel like there's things. always someone in the background pulling strings and making things happen, and that always kind of freaked me out. And that's like another reason why I don't like, kind of why I've never been drawn to religion, because I just don't trust a guy that can watch me twenty four seven no yeah. matter what I'm doing. Uh, it all good knowing. Like that's just too creepy. Yeah. That's always just... I don't know if it's just me. I hope it's not just I've me. I've been having a lot of like, anxiety attacks, and I feel like I'm going crazy because like the information I've been like learning and knowing and realizing about just the world, and, like I feel like I was going crazy. And then we had that one conversation in my car, and, like, you too, you feel that way? And I'm like, cool, so I'm not crazy. But, like, dude, there's definitely something bigger than us. There is definitely. And they're, they, they're here. They never and it's left. scary. It scares me. And the, like the thing is, I made these connections. The Roswell crash, that that alien life ship that crashed, I don't think it was alien. Mm -hmm. What it was is it was fucking German technology. The Germans built it. Like apparently, like the Nazis had, well, <coughs> the Nazi Party and the Nazis. There's two different programs they had, and they were building UFOs, like mm -hmm. the flying saucers we see. And I definitely think, because they were working on like nukes in Argentina or Brazil or wherever it was, 
And like they were doing some crazy shit, man. So like, when was it that? I mean, you probably don't. I mean, maybe you do know. When is like the earliest sightings of like UFOs? Uh, the ancient Sumerians. So one of the first civilizations on record. The people who invented beer have a uh, stone tablet. And there's a man in it, and there's a circle around him. And obviously the circle would be, like, a flying saucer. Hmm. So the ancient Sumerians would be the first civilization to acknowledge aliens. Hmm. And it's and a lot of fucking primitive, like, tab tablets and, like, history that's been recorded. Like, you're just saying, oh, yeah, like, in 1942, whatever... Aliens, yeah, like that whole conspiracy. Yeah. Like, no, it's been there. It's just, they've always been here, man. Like, how, you can't hide that. Like, yeah, we're doing a good job hiding it. But you can't just call bullshit on something that's been in our fucking history. Like, what's his name? Um, uh, Sitchin. Zachary Sitchin. Mm -hmm. Zachariah Sitchin is a, <clears throat> like, a, he's an author and... It's just so much information to remember it all. But the dude, like, he deciphered tablets and stuff from the Sumerians. And one of his theories, that it's a well-known theory, is that aliens came down and they altered and modified our DNA. We were like this one, like, hominid ape thing, and then they came down and they're, they're what made us human. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely believe that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's a weird thing that pieces it all together though is that the Roswell crash, that, that UFO that crashed, there was a I-beam on it and it had Greek writing in it. Cool. Yeah, and it's... Uh, man, stupid beer. <laughs> Speaking of beer, can you hand me another beer? Sure thing, buddy. Basically, in like ancient Greek or whatever, it was uh, freedom. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know, like, you gotta read the books. It gives you all this detail. And if you really were to look for it, man, and you'll, you'll, you'll wake up some nights mm. and just like, holy shit. I think that's... But it's a, out there. And it's weird realizing and making these connections that I am. It's like, fuck, they've, they're they here and they've never left. And, like, all there's some people that are right and others are wrong. Like, Reagan once made that uh, speech that... The only way humans would ever come together is if there was an alien invasion yeah, or yeah. something. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of like secret space programs and stuff that are out there that I don't think have been declassified yet. But apparently, there's a footage, uh, a little bit of uh, audio missing from the Apollo, the first landing of Neil Armstrong, mm -hmm. and. It's just some, uh, Is it like that one where he like it like cuts him off? It cuts off. Up. It cuts off like, like he 10 says seconds. like oh shit, there's aliens or something like that. He's like um, they're looking at us. They, they yeah, see us. Like there's a whole bunch of ships there, and like the, it's like it's so convoluted. They did such a good job. Like oh, it's Ooh. here, it's not because Roswell crashing. They released oh chills. alien space crash. Oh wait, no, it's a weather balloon. Oh, we went to the moon. No, we didn't go to the moon. It's like to stop you from asking, well, what's on the moon? 
and there's a whole black fucking uh, budget Isn't there secret space program No one else has been Zoom. on the moon since we've been on the moon, right? Uh, Russia and I think Canada. Okay, has. so there's been other countries that We apparently can't go back to the moon. Yeah. We lost that technology. Our iPhones are more powerful than the like fucking spaceship. That? I never understood that. Like, how <coughs> have we lost the technology to go to the moon when we already went to the moon? Exactly. I think they don't want us back on the moon because what's on the moon Yeah, is a there, oh, and that's giving me the creeps. It's there is a it. fucking space program that's top secret, and it's called Solar Warden. And everyone's like, oh, conspiracy right here. But, dude, it makes sense. It's on the backside of the moon. We're having an intergalactic battle. There's even YouTube videos all over the place about the Astra um, TR-3B. It's a triangle spacecraft. It's the Dude, it's just so, so there's much. like a space battle going on on the moon right now. I wouldn't say it's on the moon, but there's a moon base on the but the dark side of the moon. And if you know anything about the moon, the moon does not rotate. Yeah, it just says, we only we see, only see one side. Face. So what's yeah. on the other side? China got a satellite around the back, and they got some photos, but it's you know phony shit. You don't see much, but there's a, a building. What? I kind of look this up. Can yeah, I look it up, bro. Moon base, China. I don't fucking see this. This is gonna give me nightmares. But uh, dude, I was fucking. Ter- I'm still kind of terrified of aliens. It's you know what though, man. The aliens are. Oh man, good thing I wrote this topic down because this is all leading into it. You you might be awake in the night, but it, this is reality, and they've done a really good job hiding it. But those aliens, you know the Greys, they're mm-hmm. not like actual aliens. They're androids. To think about it, man. For a, a biological body to survive in space, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. They'd just die before they come here. So, what so, am I looking up? China, other side of the moon? Yeah, China, uh, satellite, dark side of the moon. Okay, dark side of the moon. And, uh, so where was I? Yeah, like these aliens, the greys are just androids. And you gotta think, where the hell they're, like, shooting this, the signals from? And I was thinking, why are we sending humans? into space when it does tolls on our bodies why don't we send robots and I know here everyone goes well yeah that's what we have these um, what's it called uh, the rovers you know, th- th- those are robots but why don't we with the technology we're having right now and building bipedal robots and AI why are we not building like a human body robot that we can travel through space that's going to live have an AI consciousness and what, what if we are the aliens we probably are. Like, what if we're finally becoming aliens to other civilizations, and, like, they're just doing this, what we're doing now. is like, it started with this, and the rovers, and then AI, and then bam. Oh, man, that's scary. I don't like that side of the moon. Yeah. I don't like it. I like our bunny. <laughs> this is giving me neighbors already. Look, this is picture. Yeah, that's how... There's better photos. Um... That's game of neighbors already. I like the bunny. The bunny? Yeah, I like our bunny. I gotta... Keep this side of the moon on our side. Yeah. That's a scary picture. I gotta, I gotta find it, though. I mean, it's, maybe it's bullshit, but... I don't know, so man. It's this, this... Life and everything in the universe, there's way too much shit going on for it just to be humans. And yeah. I there's, feel like there's a lot of things hiding. There's way too many coincidences. I don't know. I just feel like we're not alone. I definitely don't feel like oh, that. I've always had that feeling. Like exactly. if there's no if there's no aliens, 
or no good, something that we can go out of God. There's something out there that's controlling the strings of what we do and how our life is. Well, what if it's and just it's interdimensional beings yeah. from like altered realities and dimensions? Exactly. Like, it could be that. Like I don't know. I just I can't even imagine it because it might not even be something we can actually ever conceive. They could be. Because we don't know what it is. They could be with us at the moment, and we would never be able to know because our brains can't communicate that what if they're side. walking around so us right exactly now? what if like when you do psychedelics like dmt and <laughs> mushrooms <laughs> of course yeah the dark side of the moon that's what allows your brain to channel into those where you can see those beings from other dimensions if that's true i'll never do an lsd yeah it's a something that uh i want to do but it scared the shit out of me Aliens scare shit out of me, and I'm in, I'm so interested in them because they scared the shit out of me. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I that's I was scared of them too, but like, I got to the point where I was like, "Fuck it, man." The moon is big. The moon is fucking big. I it's just crazy. You tell me there's a small little planet that just hovers in our atmosphere. Yeah. Why? That's terrifying. Why is there a moon? It's terrifying that there's a big fucking ball of rock that's almost as big as a planet over there somewhere. Yeah, it just, it's crazy. I'm not going to be able to find the photo that I saw before, but there's a, it showed actual, this is obviously bullshit, but there's like a little moon base. Ah, here we go. Oh, I think that's the photo you showed me, but it's bigger resolution right here. See that? Little tunnel right there. Oh, fuck. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. That's with... Yeah. That's scary. If that's real, that's scary. And that's... And that, inside that crater space. right there is... Oops. Nope. What are we doing here? Okay. That's not supposed to happen. Yeah. And that crater is... Uh, yeah, it would be oh, that little thing, man. Is it just hard to take pictures of... No one's ever done it's it It's dark. The sun ain't so shining on yeah. it either, so... So they figured out a way to take pictures of it? I <coughs> mean, it's with the high contrast. I mean, there's still going to be some light, but... Not as much as the other side. Yeah. That's okay. That's, that's scary. Oh, they're watching us. Someone's watching us down somewhere out there. I mean, it makes and sense. it's scary. They could be watching us talk about it right now. They probably are. These high fuckers. Oh, I'm really sorry. <sighs> That's terrifying. I mean, there's so much to this world. Yeah, it really is. We've only just scratched the surface, my friend. We don't know shit yet. Oh. There's so much more we don't know. I would fucking time travel, yo. Yeah. It's not like what we think it is in like movies, where you just like, oh, time travel to like the past. That's not time travel. That makes no sense. Time traveling is like the Nazis were trying to work on time travel. The thing called the clock, or the bell, or the Wonder Waffle. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> apparently, when they powered it up, everything would lose. It'd be zero gravity around it. Everything would just be floating. And there'd be a redshift. So, when this redshift would happen, time would slow down, besides being inside this bubble. And you'd be able to like grab a can of coke out of someone's hand and put it in someone else's hand, and you—they'd never know what happened. 
because okay. you're yeah. moving so fast that like, time's not moving to the who's outside of there. Is it like kind of like the tree in Game of Thrones? Uh, I haven't watched that far to get where. Oh, well. Sorry, I ruined it for you, but... I think we've had this conversation. I think so, too. This sounds yeah. very familiar. Yep, we've had this conversation. Because, okay, so Bran goes up north, and I, it's been a while since I read it. I haven't watched the show either, but this is what I read. He basically becomes a tree, an ancient tree, that can look through all other trees. Yeah. And through these trees, these trees are, like, stationary, so he's able to basically travel through time. Because trees don't have yeah. the concept of time. So they can literally look at any time period they want because they have trees. That's basically the point of it: is that trees, humans are the only creature that have a sense of time. We're the only creatures that have a sense of time. So, Bran being uh, whatever he's called, the way something seer, seeker, or something like that, where he can basically look into other people's and other animals' minds, he goes and sees the minds through the trees. And since trees don't have a sense of time. He could basically almost time travel and look at different periods of time through the trees. Like he sees his dad in Winterfell when he, I forgot when he got the news that his dad and his brother died in freaking um, in King's Landing. He can go all the way to freaking the southern wherever Dorne is, I think it's called. Dorne, where, yeah, it's just crazy to think about that. And that's, I hope it's like that. That probably, that's probably what, it's probably something that, that's probably kind of like how that, you were describing the that best way I can describe this is let's just say like I pop this machine and I activate it and then I just like so from my perspective you're frozen and then I put my beer in your hand and then I take it out I'm out of the fucking the sphere and then you're just talking to me how this conversation is still going right now like me and you never stopped talking but for me I stopped and you felt and I that. put a beer in you but your conversation with me never stopped. But then I came back, and now my beer is in your hand, and you're like, oh, shit. You put down your beer, because it never clicked in your head that you put your beer down, because the beer just was in your hand. Yeah. But as I'm talking to you right now, you never for a second realized I disappeared. Yeah, exactly. And that's like what time travel is. Yes, exactly. And it's just a mind fuck, man, to think that right now, we're having this conversation, and you never, ever know mm-hmm. what just happened. Yeah, we don't know. So we'll never know what happened. And the scariest thing, man, is if the Nazis did travel, do some time travel stuff, or if time travel is real, we'll never know about it because we'll never know if time stopped. Because if time did stop right now, and we just had our conversation as it is still going, time could have stopped that nanosecond. We would never know. Yeah, exactly. That's scary. Like they could have been stopped right now. Yeah, and they could have just stopped and we would have been still stuck noticed. in our time. It's the same thing with like time travel with space and how like aliens do travel from space, man. Is the activate their fucking drive and like here's space, like here's Earth and here's like Europa. And when they activate the drive, space literally folds like this. Yeah, like it just gets closer. And then bam, here they are. Yeah. That's all it is. It, that's that's closer. crazy about time travel in space. Like, you can literally fold the fabric of space. That's why it's called the fabric of space. Because it can fold and get It can closer. fold and bend and, like, they uh, found a black hole. There's two black holes, I think, right next to each other. And then, like, 
there's like a, a moon, or not a moon, a, uh, a star. And they saw the star right here, they saw a star right there. No, it was one black hole. And they saw two of the same stars. Really? And they're like, how the hell is it two of the exact same stars? Right there and right there. Well, there's a black hole and it's warping time, so there's only one star right here, but you can see it over there because it, it was just bending the fabric of time and space. Oh, geez, that's fucking nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. Damn, there's crazy stuff out there. Now, this is all complete bullshit or crazy stuff, but. It's interesting, though. It's interesting, and some of it makes sense. And it gets you thinking, though. Like, it's crazy. But it gets you thinking, because you know what? That's what sometimes crazy gets you to thinking, and sometimes crazy can be true. Like, all those crazy ideas that we had in the past, or all the crazy things that we now take as just fact, they were probably crazy ideas at one point, but someone just had to prove it, and then everyone believed them. Exactly. Find some evidence, and then they believe you. Straight up. And so, right now, everything's just in theory, until proven otherwise, but... Other than that, it's just going to keep us thinking until someone proves us differently. Until <laughs> someone finds a concrete answer for everything, anything will be possible. But there will never be concrete evidence for anything. Yeah, like, like it's just freaking nuts. Even when we have facts, people are like, well, I don't believe that. Because like, they change all the time. Facts change When did all your time. belief become facts? It's like, yeah, well, you know, Pluto's a planet. Well, I don't believe that. Well, they classified it, so it's not a planet anymore. Well, I don't believe that, but it's true. I don't well, believe it. It's like, well, when like, did we get to this point where, like, your thoughts and yeah. your beliefs are your own facts? Like, you're changing reality. Yeah. But then again, reality is only what you make it. Yeah, exactly. It. Like, who's to say, like, right now we know up is down, down is up. We've known that that's just a concrete but what if, thing. But what if we all of a sudden find the something? The down is up is down. Yeah, like just out of nowhere, some of this goes, oh wait, we've been doing it wrong. Or no, well, they what found. What if like left is right and right is left? Yeah. Like I'm dyslexic, so like I'll get my left and rights mixed up. But like, why is my brain wired like that? Maybe yeah. it's just wired. Maybe Same. it is. Maybe left is right and right is left, and that's how my brain is wired. Where it is. But like society's like, no, this is left, this is right, yeah. and my brain brain's just glitching because it's like, wait, what? Probably not. But who it's knows? Just, like anything could be anything, and everything is just a concept, basically. Like there's no concrete anything. We could just all we do is just go how we go. We just flow with it. It's insane. If you want to go right, go whichever way you think right is. If we want to go left, left can be up. You could just just go with it. Exactly. I think that... Don't be afraid to just go how you feel it is. And that's the thing, as I feel like everyone just feels like so judged and ridiculed and I have to do things a certain way. Honestly, I say, and like, this is my philosophy and why I feel like the best version of me in yeah. years is... I just do what I want, and I don't give a shit what someone has to think or say about me. You want to talk shit, whatever, man. And all honestly, the only thing that matters is what I think about myself. Definitely, like if people think differently, and that's what's that's just okay because that's what people are here for. Is mm -hmm. to just challenge each other. If you don't Sweet. challenge each other, then there's no reason to have a conversation, really. And then that's the whole thing this podcast is conversation. It's like. 
everything we talked about, like, how often are you going to have these conversations with people? Yeah, exactly. Like, I love when we hang out, because this stuff go through, goes through my mind all the time, mm-hmm. and who am I going to talk to about this stuff? Like, Rob, Omar, no, yeah, those no. guys, they, have, they don't give a shit. They're just, no. they're selfish, and they hope they never listen to this podcast, yeah. but they care more about what's in the moment and about them than just the whole process of everything. And like, I, I maybe I think too much. Maybe I, I definitely think way too much. I'm overthinking, <laughs> but and it's, it's okay, like it's so much living. This existence. So how can anyone just living. not just like hold on, stop, stop it right now? What? I'm living, this is a thing? Look at my human flesh? Like, what is this? Yeah. How is this possible? And everyone else acts like it's a computer simulation, like, da 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 Because like, it's normal. Everyone this gets is so busy normal. and tied up, but no. Why are we not freaking out? We should not exist. Yeah, like, this is we not normal. We should not normal. fucking exist. This is not okay. And someone We're is out two consciousness is having a conversation. And, this is, and just the just the process on how everything is connected how we got to this point exactly like you've seen the picture of the like human body right and like the neural system and yeah. it's like that's you you're just this brain a spine cord and all these little nerves that's it like you're not flesh you're not moises i'm not austin these are just names were given we are just a consciousness that was put in this sensory thing that was put inside meat and bones and flesh that's freaking weird and somehow we're having a conversation my consciousness and your consciousness are having, a conversation. are having a conversation. And this and our words and our mouth and language is just a byproduct of everything. What if we're not even fucking talking? We're just perceiving each other talking. Like, isn't that so weird to think about, too? Is that us talking, we're not even doing anything. Moises, you speak two languages. We're, you li- we realize that if someone who did not understand our language and was sitting through our whole conversation have no idea what's would have no idea what we're talking about at all it'd just be we're just making noises we're making noise but you and me are having a really deep conversation about life about freedom you tell me there's no aliens but we can talk language is a thing and like we're literally not doing anything we're just sitting here and we're talking to each other and somehow we're understanding each other because we've created Humans have created a language where we can have complex ideas explained. And it's freaking nuts that we've come to this point. And to think, bro, that you are bilingual. Yeah. So you could be speaking Spanish, man. I, let's be honest. I may be able to get maybe... That would be... I'm going to be generous here. 0.2% of what you're saying. But... And this is a thing I've noticed. Maybe I'm crazy. But, like, when someone speaks to me in a different language if I have the right connection with them I can kind of understand what they're saying through like tone and body language it's definitely a big part of languages tone and body language and that's why I think I want to go to study linguistics it's just oh I gotta start telling you just the idea of just people talking to each other and being able to share ideas in different languages just by making sounds with their mouths and lips and their throats it's just insane. It's just compressed air going it's in just and out. Compressed air and just the way we move our mouth. That, but from the combination and from our mind, 
getting trained from these sounds, we're able to do this. We're able to have, we're able to talk. What if we couldn't talk? Do you think we'd still be able to communicate? I don't think so. I, I think we would. I feel like I mean, we'd no evolve sign. to, like, maybe, fuck sign language. Think about primitively before language even exists or like, before even being a human. So, something had to exist before humans. And yeah. I feel like our consciousness has always existed. And then think about, like, ESP or, like, being able to read someone's mind. Or telepath. Like, you think? I bet you if me and you tried hard enough, we'd be able to understand. Like, you ever just get a look from someone and know exactly what oh, they're yeah. saying? I definitely think. Do you think. No, this is crazy. Do you think the only reason. You think if animals. I don't even know because Dude, I'm so not you got a cat, so you know what it is. Like you know, like you look at your cat, and your cat will look at you. You you acknowledge each other, like, hey, and you know the cat's like, what's up? Like, like I can't understand you, and I, you know, we're a completely different species, but you know your cat is like, what's up when he walks in the room? But like, do you think that animals, if they were able to have concrete conversations, that they'd be the same with us? Like, if there would just be, like... The the whole bond we have with, yeah. like, dogs and stuff? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I feel it's the unspokenness that we have with, like, our pets is what makes that bond. Because yeah. if we were able to speak to our dogs, they'd be like, Stop barking! And you're like, why you gotta be such an asshole? And then yeah. it's just, like... I feel like talking ruins things. You ever just be in a room with someone completely silent and just, like... You can feel their presence and yeah. you appreciate that. Mm -hmm. They did a, a video. Uh, uh, some it was a oh yeah, some experiment about a, like it wasn't a KKK member or a racist, but he was racist. You know, because oh I don't like Mexicans. Yeah. And they did a whole thing where basically the dude ended up like sacrificing his life for this random illegal immigrant, even though he's like fucking illegal immigrants and all that. Well. They put him in a room before they, you know, played out this whole entire test. And he just sat in a room, on a chair, across from an illegal immigrant. They didn't say one word. They just looked in each other's eyes. And at the end of it, the white guy was crying. And he's like, can I get a hug? I think we can connect on levels that we aren't even aware about. Oh. Like, you ever just look in someone's eyes and you just kind of, like, know who they are? Like... I personally, when I talk to someone in a conversation, I'm about eye contact. I feel like you just, you understand that person more with direct eye contact. Mm -hmm. Definitely. There's definitely some unspoken language, a lot, a lot of, right, I really gotta pee, hold up. Alright, bro. So Moises has gotta pee, I might try to fill in some stuff here, or I might just pause it. Uh, we are drinking Soul. It is a Cerveza original in uh, Mexico uh, since 1899. It's a pretty good beer. Um, what's the alcohol content on it? It's a normal beer. Uh, uh, 4.5, so better than a Miller High Life or just a normal Bud Light. Um, you know, at this point, don't know if you're still listening. Um, so, thank you for still listening to this podcast. Uh, this podcast may not go anywhere. 
and maybe this podcast explodes. Who knows? I'm going to be really optimistic and hope that there are people listening to this, even if it is 10 years down the road. Uh, this is something I've always wanted to do. I just love having conversations with people. Hopefully Moises comes back. He might be the only other guy that's on here. But, uh, yeah. Once again, thanks for uh, just listening to people. Okay, so I think I'm going to pause it here, and then we'll just uh, jump back in. And we are back! I'm back from peeing. Oh, it must have been a glorious pee. Yeah, pretty good. I needed it. I was holding it for a while. I just thought I had to pause and give myself a nice glass of brandy. Oh, not brandy, uh, bourbon. Okay, I don't know what the difference of anything is. I just drink it because it's alcohol. So... Bourbon and whiskey are the same thing, mm-hmm. but bourbon is from a certain part of Kentucky, of a certain region, and they get water from this one river, and it has like these minerals and stuff in it, and basically they use that water, and that's the only difference between bourbon and whiskey. Really? Yeah, straight up. Never have known that. Yeah, not a lot ever. of people know that. I know I was talking to Lackwitch about it, he's like, I'm so proud of you. Oh yeah, he's yeah. like wow. So the it's only reason is because they get water from a, from a river in Kentucky. It's a special river that has like the right amount of like it's like just it's more like mineral minerally enriched water. Okay. And it just has a better taste than whiskey. So that's the only difference between brandy so, like, and whiskey. Yeah, this is bourbon, uh, not brandy. Uh, brandy, I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. They're all the same thing. See? So, you know whiskey tastes like Jack Daniels and everything, and then that's bourbon. Some little difference. I'm a little, of a, uh, a little bit of a schnob. I'm not. Honestly, I don't know anything about alcohol except that it goes in my mouth, and I feel good when after I drink it. Yeah. It's crazy that alcohol is a... Uh... That's as far as I usually get. Like, I mean, obviously I'm going to know the difference between, like, tequila and whiskey oh, and wine that. and beer. But, like, when you start getting into, like, those, especially with, like, beer. I know nothing about beer. Like, about, like, double IPAs, IPAs, stouts, whatever <laughs> else there is. I have no idea what that shit is. I know stout is, like, a milk-based or cream-based, isn't it? Yeah, it's more of a, okay, so I love this because now I started brewing beer. <laughs> Uh, stouts are, I think, they're called milk stouts. I'm not too sure about so, how they're made, but it's a darker yeah, stouts is basically roast like a- of um, barley and malt. Okay. So you have, like, your light grains, and that's for, like, Pilsners. Like, Miller and Bud Light is so, made with a really light one, and then they roast it like a coffee bean. And when they roast it and it gets as dark as a can, they pretty much, like, char burn it. It gives more flavors, chocolate and coffee, and that's what like stouts are made out of. Mm-hmm. It's a more roasted uh, molten barley. Huh. Huh. So then, what the hell is then? What makes an IPA an IPA then? It's like an Indian. I know it's an Indian pale ale, or isn't it? Yeah, it's an Indian pale ale, which is a way that they brewed the beer and uh, India back in like that's like their recipe. 
Because most like music, Indian, Indian, not Indians, right? Yes, I thought it was Indian as like Native American. Yeah, that's I what was I horribly wrong. No, yeah, it's Indians from India. Okay, well, it's how they it brew their beer. Huh? Really? Yeah. I so what? Yeah. Um, the Germans basically set up the uh, purity law of fifteen eighteen, which is that all beer has to be made out of four ingredients: water, bart, marley, uh, yeast, and Bart, malt, molten barley, water, yeast, and um, yeah, those are the four ingredients to make beer in Germany, and it basically became you know, like that's the standard, the standard for, for everything. Beer. Yeah. Now, if I'm correct, and uh, I might not be, but that's how they brewed there is is how IPAs are made, and then double IPAs is it's brewed twice. It's fermented once and then taken out and fermented a second time, and it doubles the alcohol in it. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I've been like how Sumerians, back to the Sumerians, uh, they brew beer and it was like weird. I guess you can find the recipe. I've been wanting to do it, but like it's it's, it's a complicated process. Right. But yeah. Hmm. I should know more about stuff. I don't know anything about anything. I know a lot about just random things. I'm a very smart guy, but when it comes to like books and school stuff, I'm not a smart yeah. guy. I'm just, I don't know. I, I learned what I want and I think yeah. is important to me in the world. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like when... Uh, another thing I like is... I mean, I love history. I oh, think I, I love history. For history. But I've been trying, but I don't know. I'm trying to learn more. There's just a lot. There's a lot of history. There's a lot of little We've history. done a lot of things as humans. Yeah, like when, I, when we went to St. Louis, the... The whole the zoo, the art museum, and the chick or their history museum are all free. All of their museums are free. I think that should be exactly, which is how it should be. And when we went down there, we went to the Missouri History Museum. It was fucking cool. I had a good time in there. There's a lot of cool shit in there, like just about everything. Honestly, I don't even know much about Missouri. Like I, th- I made fun of Indiana because Indiana is a shithole. But because it's so much of a shithole, I recognize it. Missouri, I forget it's even a thing. I'm like, oh, St. Louis? Yeah, it's St. Louis. Like, how do you think, like, just being in St. Louis, like, it was showing, like, the history throughout, like, the years, and, like, it was showing, like, during, like, the, the Prohibition, it was showing, like, during, like, you know, segregation. I was like, man, you never think about it, but Manuka was around during the time. How do you think Manuka was during that time? Well, you remember my old house, right? Yeah. Back in 1953, it was actually a um, a lake. Really? My house was okay. built well, was sense. built on a dried up lake, but it used to be a lake in the 60s. Like that's not that long ago. Oh, that's not that long ago at all. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure my house was like all that back there. It's probably was either right? cornfield, but there's also a really big swamp that used to be in the back. It's not there anymore because they obviously got rid. Like they were able to take it out somehow. How about Indian burial grounds? Yeah, but they freaking, like, it, it was probably swamps. It's just weird. And even 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 further from that, what the hell was it, like, in prehistoric times? Nothing. Nothing. It was just... It's forest. It's forest. Like, giant-ass trees, probably. Giant-ass trees were just grassland. Millions of things of grassland were... I don't even know, man. Where was, where was Minooka, Illinois in the terms of Pangaea? That's what I want to know. 
not even in a concept. Like, we're, like, that's fucking nuts. You're right. What if, like, where geographically we located, there were, like, triceratops or yeah. pterodactyls, and if we dig deep enough, we'd find them. Yeah, like, I want to know where freaking Manuka, Illinois was in relation to Pangea. I wonder if there's somewhere I can find that It'd be out. cool if we could get, like, a GoFundMe going, get some money, and be able to, like, just drill deep into the ground and take a core sample and see, like, what's there. Yeah, there's got to be some way where you can figure out where everything was in relation, because that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. And then see what kind of dinosaurs roamed around here. That'd be freaking cool. I want to. I want to look that up. That's gonna be my next thing I look up. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. That's freaking nuts. That all like all that was real life. All that was real life that happened. Do you think Lake Michigan has always been the same size, or do you think maybe it's bigger and like kind of receded to where it is now? You think like the Great Lakes were all like, connected at one point, like prehistoric times, and they were doing Pangea? Well, I when I took what I took, um, I forgot what class it was. It was some science class I took. From that science class, if I remember correctly, he told me that the way that the Great Lakes were formed is because when when um, the ice age happened, when it was ending. All the ice, what, the ice receded up into the North Pole, but while it was leaving, it was leaving giant gaping holes, and basically the Great Lakes were formed from glaciers that were receding back into the North Pole. That's how the Great Lakes were formed. Crazy. So that's freaking nuts. That that also happened. An ice age. <laughs> like so much shit has happened to the world. What else is crazy? is the fact that we live so close to one of the biggest masses of like water like lakes yeah like yeah obviously the earth is like 90 or 80 percent water but that we live so close to that yeah like lake michigan's like fucking an hour yeah 25 minutes at that like i was talking when i went to st louis i actually talked we went we took the tram to the museums and we actually got to talking to these guys that were in town for some conventions, and they're they're from Utah, and they were like asking us, "Oh, what you guys doing down what here?" What the hell's in Utah besides Mormons? Exactly, like Utah had they were playing it like they were like, "Yeah, it's so convenient being from like the Chicago area because just being in the Midwest, everything is kind of especially that area, everything is so kind of convenient, way more convenient." Because he said. You go to Utah, there's one major city, and then after that, there's just nothing. Yeah, I bet you they don't got a Jalasco 15 minutes away. They got nothing. Exactly. Like, you gotta, gotta go grocery shopping, bro? Yeah. That's a day. You gotta plan a day out of your fucking week to go grocery exactly. shopping. Exactly. And you gotta get everything you need. You forget something, you're fucked until exactly. you're next. Like, we're, we're pretty spoiled in the Midwest. Yeah. Or like, even though, like, the East Coast of, like, California. But I bet you they're less stressed out than we are. Probably. I mean, you don't know that. I mean, think about it. Driving... They have less assholes driving around them. Ain't busy. Yeah, and people like when you live so close to a city, it's go 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 go. People yeah. live in New York and Chicago, go 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 yeah, go. Yeah, that's true. That's the one thing. As that you get down south, man, things are slower. Slam. People drive slower. People walk slower. People talk slower. People walk probably more. Yeah, people walk. I would. That's the thing that I kind of hate from living 
in the Midwest, it's just people are not always in such a fucking rush. It's like about Tokyo, man. That place is probably zip, 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 zip. Oh, yeah. Everyone's rushing. If anything, Tokyo is the worst out of everybody. Oh, okay. But I still love it. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like the difference between and this is going already into my love into Japan and Tokyo. and Well, let's kick I it off. I love it. But the thing that the Japanese do way better than us in the United States is just just not take things not take things like not take them seriously I don't know how to explain it they just appreciate a lot more their downtimes mm-hmm. you know what I mean I get like they have a they're s- more in the moment yeah they literally they yeah. take their time with things they process it they let it in they examine it they take a deep breath and then they let it out I'll tell you this Tokyo is probably the strangest coolest city I haven't been to a lot of big cities, but I probably will get into you. Tokyo is the strangest, coolest city out there because just I will, when I went there. I don't know, man. I feel like Louisiana would be a hard number two. Oh, maybe. Oh, we'll have to see. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I, there was just so many points in Tokyo where I'd just be walking, and the things that would amaze me is first you'd be walking for a couple minutes, and there'd just be bustling. Metropolis cities, skyscrapers everywhere, and you know people rushing here and there, people beeping, and in the next second, literally a block away, you're in this nice little quiet garden with this shrine, with you know, and no noise. You'd think there'd be noise in these little quiet in these little little shrines, but somehow they put them in a position where you can't hear any of that. It's just a silent, and there's millions of these. There's thousands of these little shrines scattered all throughout Tokyo. That's probably my favorite thing about Tokyo, is that you'll be in bustling metropolis one minute, mm-hmm. next minute you'll be in like surrounded by trees and a garden and a shrine and just an old man somewhere taking care and praying somewhere. And it's just the quietest little thing, dude. And that's what I feel like a lot of cities need to do more, It's just make just relaxing like not even just shrines like not even just religious places just places to just relax just little parks just little that's why i appreciate a lot of like the little forest preserves around here that's what i like about one thing about illinois there is a lot of forest preserves yeah. around here just little places it's true that you just go to and it's just quiet it's just quiet but no one really talks about them no one really goes to them like the one right by our work there's one down the street yeah. not, i mean not down the street but by, um, off of, what is that street? It's kind of by Cane Farm Road by St. Sorens where Lucano's is. Uh, Cane Farm? Not Cane Farm, the one that's going Gaylord? right next to it. That goes into, um... It's the fake Six Corners. Where, yeah, where you would so go... So it's Cane Farm, Route 30, and then there's Gaylord. Gaylord, it's gotta be Gaylord. Because that's the street that would go, and if you'd go... It goes and, down by, uh... And take it to Rosati's if you took that yeah. road. Yeah. Yeah. So that... There's a forest preserve there that I go there during lunch. I didn't even know about that. Exactly. And there's, there's, if you pay attention, if you drive around Illinois, there's millions of these little things scattered around. And I've been trying to go to a lot of them, and that's the one I go through during work. There's that one in you and me noticed on 52, and I went there actually, and it's fucking weird. It's small and shitty. But it's still like this little, little spot that's just there. That's just a forest preserve. I've come to the conclusion this summer, uh, I want to... When I start riding my motorcycle, I'm gonna go visit more forest preserves. Yeah. Small little things like that. There's yeah. one on Runwick apparently. 
I want to go just it's tiny. Yeah. It's like really tiny, but I just I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like just these little spots where they, it's just a little relaxing spot. Like that's what it's made for. It's for people to relax at. Definitely. And I feel like people don't take advantage of those places enough because yeah, we're so busy caught up exactly. in our bullshit lives and exactly. oh, what am I doing tomorrow? What are my plans? Oh, what am I going to eat? Just take a moment and go, and especially now that it's getting nice out, I went there today and it was just beautiful. And I went there, I didn't, I went there and I just sat in my car and rolled on the windows and just, I didn't even get out of my car. I just stayed in my car, ate my lunch, read my book, and it was just, you find, like, not even, like, just physically, but mentally, you're kind of away from society for a little bit. Oh, yeah, it's nice to be isolated. I feel like we need isolation. Exactly. Like, I feel like we're so busy and crowded around people that we don't stop and take care of ourselves and relax. I hate eating in the lunchroom at our work. I do hate it. Because you never feel relaxed because you still hear the phones ringing. You still hear people talking. Who is this? Part of one? Oh, you're on lunch? No. I need to leave the building for myself to relax. Because that's... Back when you were the warehouse manager, I, you know, I just got so stressed out, man. I, I just, with life, I wasn't handling work well. Yeah. And I had to leave for lunch, or I was going to lose yeah. my fucking mind. You need to leave and just take a breather and just don't even think, like, be as far away as work as you possibly can without getting in trouble. And just find a little, find one little quiet spot and just relax for 30 minutes. Yeah. Just relax. And that's what a lot, of, and that's what I really appreciate about Tokyo, is a lot of people do take advantage of these. Like, especially, like, just, they just leave and go to these little places, and they're scattered all over the freaking city. Yeah. All over the city. And that's what I freaking love about, I love a lot of things about Tokyo, but that's one thing that I really do, is they really appreciate a lot of things. Especially those, and one of the things they appreciate is those, those, those little moments of life where you just need to step back and just think about nothing. And they don't even do drugs. This is all they need. You meditate recently? I have. Yeah, I fell off and I really, I, I beat myself up. I need to get back into it. It's just such a healthy thing to do. It is a really healthy, like I've haven't, like the way I've been trying to adapt meditating kind of on the go. Yeah. So it's kind of not meditating, but it is because I'm trying to train my mind to just shut down, basically as fast as possible, just just like that. I'm trying to get it so it just triggers automatically and I could just stop, relax, and not think about anything for like five minutes and then get back to work. I mean, I try to meditate before bed to get into sleep and usually I'll knock right out and I'll I'll have really good sleep, but there's nothing better than actually meditating. Yeah, definitely. Like fucking 45 minutes to an hour in just quiet room, lights down, dimmed. Maybe even have an incense, or even just have a light, um, a dim light, and just focus on your breathing. Just empty your mind. Let thoughts come to you, and you'll figure out a lot of shit about yourself. And I think things the, that might be stressing you out. I think the way I like the thing I like to do, and like I've read like people like that meditating in just different ways, and as long as it just relaxes you and gets you from not thinking about Straight things, up. like the way I like to kind of like tell myself that I want to meditate is just to wake up a little bit more earlier than I usually do. If I wake up a little bit more earlier than I usually do, that extra time it could be used for whatever I want. Like this, like this today in the morning, I woke up early. I woke up 
I usually wake up at 6 o'clock. I woke up today at 5.30, something like that. I woke up and instead of just trying to go and take a little extra minutes to sleep, I got up and got an early start on the day. I took a shower, I made a proper breakfast. I took that extra time to make myself a proper breakfast because usually I'm trying to rush. I made myself my tea and I real and usually I'd be out of the door. Usually I would just wake up six, take a shower, eat, and then have to get my lunch ready. But I woke up this right early and I had I got a little more extra time where I can just take my time with things mm-hmm. instead of really trying rush. to rush through yeah. them. You know what I mean? And that's the thing that I like doing for like at least for my peace of mind is to know that hey I'm not in a rush. I don't need to rush as fast. I could take my time with things and make sure I do them right. Or not right, but just take an extra step to make them a little more enjoyable. You know what I mean? So instead of maybe like usually I just eat oatmeal in the morning. Today I didn't eat oatmeal because I had an extra time. I actually made myself an egg. I toasted bread and I actually had juice. And then after that I had a tea. Like I usually just eat my oatmeal, maybe throw some banana or not bananas. Or maybe sometimes bananas. Sometimes bananas usually blueberries into my oatmeal and just eat that as breakfast. I was eating oatmeal for breakfast like every day for like a month and then I'm like I can't do this no more. I've been eating oatmeal every day for almost pretty much 95% of the days now I've been eating oatmeal probably for the past year now. It's a good breakfast. And I like it. I've been enjoying it. I'm not tired of it yet. I keep on finding ways to change it. I couldn't get my consistency right. Oh, I, I, got it down. It I got it down. Now. So it would be like really runny one day, really thick, and I'm like, Ugh. oh yeah. I mean, I still love oatmeal, and I like I get like these uh, banana chips to throw in there, then the fruit uh, freeze dried. That helps a lot, and I also throw some peanut butter powder in it too. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's pretty good. good. But for like this this week, I haven't even eaten solid food. Mm, I've been really? ma- uh, yeah, I've been making. Uh, kind of got a brand new ninja, like three. Oh really? Like <laughs> My mom has bucks. it too. Yeah. I love that thing. So I've been making like smoothies. Stuff she doesn't use it. <laughs> so I've been making smoothies. I'm like, eh, I don't need the sugar. But if I'm gonna have sugary things like that, I'm gonna have it in the morning. Cause I'm gonna burn it off. But today, weird as shit, man. I was like, I'm gonna make a green smoothie, like something really healthy. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. gonna empower me for the day. And holy shit, it did. So yeah. I got it. I threw some ice cubes in there. Uh, I th- got some frozen veggies. So I threw broccoli in it, uh, some carrots, really? some mm. cauliflower. Took some vanilla protein powder and threw it in there. Some stevia. Uh, put some MCT oil in there to help burn some f- f- some of that fat. Uh, a little little tiny bit of honey. Uh, what else? I threw some matcha in there too. Oh yeah. So I topped it off of uh, probably about two cups of water, mm-hmm. and I blended that thing up real nice, mm. like into just pure liquid. Oh, I also threw a clove of garlic in there too. Oh really? So yeah, Jeez. and like I smell this thing, it just smells like garlic. I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be horrible. It's a little pasty from um, cause it's a little frozen like broccoli still. Yeah. I drank the whole thing and. Dude, it burned. Garlic burns, but it was like mint tea and green tea from the matcha with vanilla and garlic, and it's a weird combination. You think it smelled weird, but it actually wasn't bad. Hmm. And I felt good. I didn't even need to eat lunch, honestly. Really? Like I was so 
fuel for today. I'm like, fuck yeah, I felt great. I'm like, I actually might make that more. Mm, I need to eat fucking better. I need to stop being like shit. I really do. It, it helps. And then, like, I usually try to go to the gym every, like, morning. But, like, this week I fell off. And I messed up my uh, my forearms from uh, lifting too much weight but not building my uh, forearm muscles. So it's just my biceps. And then it hurt. I couldn't even pick up, like, stuff at work because oh, it really? hurt. So I'm like, I just got to ease off the gym as much as I don't like it. Ease off. Recover, let my body fix itself. Then I'm going back in every day, and yeah. I just love going to the gym before work. Yeah, I need helps. to fucking do something because I'm eating like I've eaten, especially like after we went to St. Louis. I haven't eaten like fucking shit. I can't. I gotta get this gut done before summer. I told myself I'm gonna. I gotta get back on a healthy regimen. Get back to being keto. Yeah. Cut down the alcohol and just hit the gym twice a day. Yeah. Like I need to be done. Like. I should have not, like, and another bad thing is, like, I'm not doing as much work as, definitely not, especially since I'm not working there. I need to just do something, either eat better, or at least start just doing, like, working out. I tell something. you, come join me at the gym, bro. Yeah, watch this, gets freaking busy. I know. And you go in the mornings, and I can't in the mornings. I'm mean, going to go at nighttime after work, too, but, you know, at that time, you're already home, yeah, and exactly. I doubt you want to drive back out. Exactly, so we had, I don't know, I need to either find my own motivation to go out, or just eat better. I mean, you can do it. I did it. Yeah, I know. I was a fat glob of shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 245 yeah. pounds is what I weighed, That's like, a year you. ago. That's freaking awesome. And the lowest I've got down to was 170. Jeez, yeah, Last see. time I weighed myself, I was 180, and then I shot up to 186 last week because I haven't hit the gym with any like crap. Yeah, I need to definitely do something. Yeah, I need to either take do something in the morning like at least for like 30 minutes before i have to actually start getting even ready. if it's just like taking like two three laps around the park yeah, and your exactly. house just go for a little jog that's all get I the need. blood flowing dude. and i don't even fucking do it and it'd probably be so much better for me or and i just need to start eating way better than i have like i am usually good at portioning myself like i'm usually good at telling myself hey you shouldn't eat that it's just pointless to eat it. It's not that I don't want to get fat, it's just that I feel... You're going to feel like shit. Like, you literally are what you eat. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, also knowing what to eat at what time. Exactly. Don't eat bread in the morning. The best time to eat bread is actually at night. Hmm. It Your glycogen store is run, ran out by the end of the day, so by eating that bread, you bring back the glycogen for the next morning. Hmm. If you're going to eat like fruits, eat it in the morning because you're going to burn all that sugar off but if you don't juice it then you got the fibers in it and it balances it out so how good is eating oatmeal in the morning then with oatmeal is actually really good okay now because it's whole blueberries it has fiber in it so the sugar can, uh, combines with the fiber and you're fine oh so that's probably better for me yeah so what that's totally fine but if you're like juicing like fruit it's just pure sugar okay so just what like about, orange juice is horrible what about coffee in the morning uh Coffee is okay, but the thing is, when you first wake up, you should drink a nice glass of water. Just drink, drink a glass of water, and then 45 minutes from after that glass of water, you can drink coffee. Mm. But if you're drinking coffee first thing you wake up in the morning, you're dehydrating yourself, and it's just a bad start to the morning. So when you first wake up, drink a glass of water, and then you know, 45 minutes into the day, Drink, you can drink some coffee, hmm. but like 
if you start the day off with a glass of water, you'll notice, like, oh, I feel a lot better. You get your metabolism going right away. Hmm. All right, well, I gotta get going. All right, buddy. I gotta get home and I gotta work in the morning. Yeah, that's right. It's a Wednesday. Alright, well thank you for having me Austin I'm really honored to be on the first podcast I uh, hope you come back for more I definitely will I definitely right. will be back uh, This is Austin and Moises And uh, we're signing off Bye bye Goodbye